When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Alan Parker said, sometimes with the British film industry, it's hard to know if we're waving or drowning. Let's find out. Welcome to another BritFlix.com podcast. My name's Stuart Wright and today's guest is Alex Stoltz. Hello. Hello, Stuart. Hello. Now, for the uh, for the listener who might be used to um, me going toe-to-toe with a filmmaker about their latest creation, this is a bit of a diversion from that that formula we're going to talk more broadly and it's because you're putting an event on called the future of film on the 26th of november at the bfi south bank london is it not it is indeed good man now you're the director and founder of this event it's the first time it's ever took place so before we go into any details about it um let me ask that the the, the big question why Future of film and event. What, where, where, where were you? What made you found this as an event to start with? Well, it's a, it's an excellent question. Uh, I, I think the, I think my career journey has got something to do with it. So, okay. I mean, I, I started out programming independent cinemas okay. in the UK, working with the Picture House, and then I moved to the UK Film Council as it was then. Uh, doing the distribution and exhibition funding, and then uh, latterly we once we got uh, abolished, yeah. uh, still not not bitter about that. Still, um, <laughs> uh, we were we were um, the bonfire uh, of Quangos, as it was to the exactly, Tories back that, then. That, that was the that was the moment. Um, we we uh, our, our functions continued at the the BFI, mm. um, and so I ended up I was head of distribution funding at the BFI, uh, and I uh, and it's wonderful. Um, you know, role and uh, you know opportunity to sort of work with lots of filmmakers and distributors and help get films out there. But when I left uh, for to, for a change, effectively about five years ago, I really started to think about what's next for film. Uh, this was kind of before. This was certainly before the Netflix. Uh, Netflix was there, but it hadn't transformed the film landscape. Mm. as it had now and all of that disruption was still kind of on the on the horizon yes yeah, it's, it's uh, quite remarkable started, isn't it? it's quite remarkable yeah. isn't it how short that 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 transformation has happened because yeah. i did a I did a podcast with nick james about his 21 years at uh, sight and sound oh, yeah. and i did like a potted history of like the major milestones and it's like 
it wasn't until 2008 that DVD overtook VHS in the mm. marketplace, which is like just mm. blew me out of the water because I just thought 21st century have been streaming ever since I woke up, haven't we? <laughs> and it's just not true. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's like the new the new normal now. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, I guess it has been so rapid yeah. that uh, from when it from when the streaming kind of started to it being you know completely normal to have the app on your on your TV service mm. to the fact that all of the you know not all but so much of the talent now is being pulled to those platforms um, it has transformed everything and it and it's really made the whole it, it's it's completely disrupted the 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 film pipeline. Yeah, I mean, even and, like your your old employer, yeah. I think I think uh, the BFI once yeah. in recent history wouldn't have looked at film development that didn't include cinematic release as its as its um, marketing strategy, and now obviously you wouldn't insist on that as a way of making mm. a film because that's not the only route anymore, is it? Yeah, well, exactly, and this is it. So this is the this is that's sort of, uh, at the heart of what we're we're talking about the future of film summit um, mm. because it, it it's changed everything has changed and the the business models and those structures are trying to keep up and trying to ch- adapt but it's uh, it's quite it's slow to turn an oil tanker around right mm. you know it, as a as an industry and. And so I feel, you know, I think everyone in the film industry is thinking, what's next? You know, what is the future? Uh, so we've got, we've got that side of things. But the the flip side is that there are some really incredibly exciting developments in terms of the te- uh, technologies, some strategies coming in from, from different industries and different uh, influences that I think offer answers to the the first part which is like, what we're going to do next what's where's <laughs> film going next yeah and so that's the so the you know there is a like there's a question here you know, what is the future of film but the actual focus of the the summit is actually let's shape the future of film because we have an opportunity to do that now mm. and there's some amazing developments for if we can like broaden our mind as to like you said you know does a film have to have a cinema release, you know, to be, to be a film anymore? Uh, and, you know, I, don't know if, I think most people would agree that that's, but that's one example, uh, you know, but thinking about the process, thinking about the business models and thinking about how we can incorporate these new technologies, that's the, that's the rationale behind the, the summit. Okay. So with that in mind then, um, so it's, if it's about shaping rather than asking the question, as it were, mm. so, that's mm. about maybe is that saying like what what will you, what you'll be presenting as part of the day will be people's ideas on what they think the future of film is what there's a great quote from uh William Gibson who is is a science fiction writer necromancer is a fairly popular exactly. piece of work of his indeed um and he, he his quote is the future is already here it's just not evenly distributed yet Okay. And and that's what what we're what we're showcasing is is the advances and the ideas that are being implemented now, um, but they're not necessarily being implemented on a, on a wide or you know on a on industry wide level. Mm. Uh, so it's really about show, showcasing what is at the cutting edge now, and how together we can uh, use these 
developments and and take the the business take our businesses forward you know whether that, whether you're a filmmaker whether you're a production company whether you're working in in vfx or whether you're um you, you you're working in another industry you know working in in game design mm. how can we use these together to push forward filmmaking and push forward um the the industry so that's the that's the idea cool no i mean obviously in, and in and in a kind of, in a sort of simple strapline sense, you've got this, this notion that the conference will be designed to sort of create the future of film and storytelling, which I guess that's why when you include things like gaming and stuff, it's like it's all visual storytelling in the end, um, in some senses. And there's crossover left, right and centre, I would imagine, in terms of who yes. gets to produce it and who gets to consume it. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, it's all it's all, con- it's all converging. That's, that, that's it. And I think film's been, film's been pretty... Uh, isolationist maybe is uh, maybe not the right word but the well i guess i guess film has, what's weird isn't it is that we've got yeah. a me- we've got something called film is a medium it's a, yes you know it's, it went through light and light hit it and it made images whether that be still or moving um and then we called the medium that we, that we used the thing that we watch so film is just the name of some you know and then obviously as we get older nobody calls it digital do they yet we're watching mm. digital images mostly um, because the, the term film has, 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 be, has, has cemented itself. And I think you're yeah. right, because it's a kind of an art form, isn't it? It's um, as, as an art form, even though it's in a very commercial marketplace, it is, mm. it is a behemoth, like you say. It is that big tanker that can't just turn around and go, oh, is that the direction? Sorry, I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. So with 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 your with your want to create that future for, for uh, film and storytelling, then uh, you're using the sort of three big words you're using to uh, to sort of to, to to inform, inspire, and empower storytellers f- from what the events of the day are. So just thinking about what's gonna what's on your schedule, and obviously we're not gonna we're not gonna cover mm. the whole event because that would be you know well, we could do if you want, but I'm not asking I'm certainly not asking you to do that. But think first of in in terms of what's on the schedule. How do you see it informing storytellers first and foremost? Mm. Well, I think just just in terms of those three uh, pillars or uh, concepts that we're trying to push forward, inform, inspire, empower, they're really interrelated. So I, I feel like you know the, the end goal is to empower people, to take them to help, whether that's a, a new idea for um, in terms of a commercial opportunity, in terms of like, okay, we're going to bring in some brand funding, or whether it's say, well, let's learn about this technology and how we can use that. Mm. in our in our business that's the end goal in order to get to that empowerment we first need to give people the information and inspire them because otherwise it's just like you know what's the, what's the point so um what so each of the sessions hopefully will have an element of all three mm-hmm. um resulting with people feeling like okay i can i've got i can got something here which sounds like i can take this and use it and drive my my project forward or my business forward. So uh, a few things which we're going to be focusing on today. One, it, I just mentioned it: brand funding. Okay. So how can we? How there's a there's a, a movement now. Uh, increasingly, brands are looking for stories from looking for original stories. They're, do, they're doing this because they, it's so much harder to advertise now. So they're thinking about how. How else can we cut through? And we're not talking about people, you know, sticking their, you know, products in a in a video so people can, you know, wearing a T-shirt and so they can 
people yeah. can see it. They're talking about actually funding, you know, real original stories that happen to, you know, uh, to, to, to relate to their to their mission or to their values. Um, and we've seen that, you know, recently there's been a couple of really high profile docs which have um, that have uh, succeeded in the create, you know, in in the traditional film space. So I believe it's called Five B. Uh, it was funded by Johnson and Johnson. You can maybe you can put it in the show notes, mm, Stuart. But we'll um, it, it's uh, it, it it played at Cannes um, in in the film festival. Then it played at Cannes Lions, the advertising festival, and it's a uh, it's a documentary about the AIDS crisis. Uh, got great reviews. Powerful. It's funded by Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So a, yeah, it's like. Funding, uh, um... I, Yes, exactly. So, uh, so there's some really interesting examples. And so, what we're what we're looking to do is is to try to. Uh, we've got a couple of sessions where we're going to be actually helping filmmakers understand those opportunities and help and are helping brands understand filmmakers as well. So we're mm. sort of trying to bring those together. And a specific opportunity is that we have a pitch competition. Okay. So, uh, so filmmakers, a director, producer. A writer can pitch their idea to a uh, to our panel of brand funding um, experts. We've got Blimey, some great... that's quite a quite a prestigious thing to have to have ready for people. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, and it's an amazing opportunity because not only you get to come to the events and you know and and have all of that if you if, you, if you're shortlisted, mm. but you also get the chance to win mentoring with the, uh, the the production company of the year as it had been voted by ad age a company called unit nine okay we're doing some amazing work in this space you actually get uh you get some really high quality mentoring about production uh, but specifically about how you can you know boost your career get your stories made by working with brands so that's uh, people can check that out. It's on it's on our website, futureoffilm.live slash pitch. And there's a real yeah, there's a real opportunity there. And it could be any format, any stage, but the one criteria is that it needs to be about sustainability. That's our okay. theme for the pitch. Brilliant. No, and that's um because I think I think it's safe to say that um where where we used to be and where we are are very different places in terms of what people might perceive to be brand funding. You know, long mm. long gone are the days of a marketing marketing director at some you know blue chip company like a Johnson and Johnson or you know or a BMW or something having you know a, a draw with some money in for films and somebody comes along and says, "Can we use some of your product?" And we'll put it in the film and they go, "Yeah, here's some money to help you along." Those yeah. those kind of days are, are long gone, aren't they? In terms of um, yeah. it seems that the the more progressive brands are looking to partner in. I guess in the same way, if I think about like other art forms, other commercial art forms, like the art world, for example, Absolute and uh, Bex are synonymous with art, aren't they? Because of their mm. the way that they co-brand. And it's not always that they go drink vodka or drink beer. They just put the brand on, don't they? It's not like, mm. it's really just about, we support this. That's because we're mm. a cool brand. It's nothing more, nothing less in a way. They're not, they're not saying, and you artists need to make stuff we want kind of thing it's very much about wanting to be associated with it and i suppose if corporate if corporate money wants to get their message out there and can can partner up with films that can help them do that that's a good way of uh, that's a good new source of money isn't it for for people looking yeah. to produce new yeah 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 
definitely definitely so that's 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 a really exciting part of the day and then we've got a lot of stuff on the on on the technology i guess in terms mm. of the, the particularly around and this is where i find people kind of people sometimes eyes glaze over initially because it sounds sounds weird but game engine technology okay uh, so this these are these are um platforms which were which have been as the name suggests were developed from a game industry so uh so uh, a platform where you can design a world for a game and let's call it let's call it that now that's been very successful in games and, and bloody bar but now it's increasingly being used in films and uh in, in something which is being known as virtual production mm-hmm. and this is a this is these tools allow p- filmmakers to approach their work in completely new ways and it's actually out of everything this is this is the thing which i think is going to this potential to to reshape the whole process effectively it's, certainly it's the, it's a term that's alien to me so please go on <laughs> yeah exactly and it's it's very um yeah it, it, once you get your head around it mm. it's it's trust me it's completely it's completely revolutionary so you can using these platforms which are either free or a very very affordable rate you know you don't have to these are not like massive computers you have to to buy or or, mm. or um you know sort of uh, huge licenses which you have to acquire you can you know, anyone can do this so you can you can create your film or as is more often the case, scenes from your film. Uh, so you can design your set in this virtual world. And then as the filmmaker, you can carry out your shoot from any angle, from in, in any condition within that space. So just imagine that you're kind of, you're, you're prepping your film, you're thinking, uh, you know, how, how, how is, what's this take going to look like? What's the best angle to do this take? Now, you know, Sometimes you you know you you'll have an idea for for the shoot day, but this allows you to try everything out in advance. That's just one way that you can do it. So the efficiencies are crazy. You can literally you you can literally shoot your whole film in advance. You know when I say shoot is my you know I have my fingers in inverted commas because, and then you can when when it comes to the actual film itself. You, you go out and capture it. Imagine the efficiencies in terms of that process. And it completely transforms how you can work together with your collaborators. So you're this not is bonkers, yeah, because it went, now you've yeah. said, now you've described now you've defined it. It's something yeah. I'm very familiar with that already exists in, say, the interior design market. You know, you mm-hmm. you would you would just model a room and say, This is what it'll look like, Mr. Wright, when we finished your room, and you go, I like the look of that. Can you just show me from the other side? And they go, easy. <laughs> But I suppose it's yeah. just embracing that technology for you know a film set still a, a film set is a room isn't it a location is just a, you know four coordinates and and something in the middle of it yeah yeah that's that's a, I love that I love that uh, analogy yeah exactly that's that's what it's like and so on the um, on the day we got a number of people talking about how this is being put into practice we got mm. a demo where you uh, from from Dneg who are you know leading VFX house talking about the virtual scousing so they have a a product um or a development where you can scout 
different locations using this technology so you can you can look around an area and and decide whether it's um you know it's, it's going to work for your for your shoot um you have people like um has is h a z yeah who is a is a filmmaker he's used these tools to uh, to basically you know create key scenes from a from a movie that he's producing he's then taken these scenes to financiers and to studios and said look this is what i'm going to do do you like it they're like yeah we can we can completely see it now it's not a storyboard it's not a storyboard anymore this is you know this is high this is high quality you know you're looking at like the end result of being like a you know pretty good computer game yeah. initially i mean you can, it can go it can get better from there in terms of the so it the sounds it sounds that what you're describing to me is like because obviously in, in the world of film finance is how you get things made and obviously if yeah. you can if you can communicate what you're doing clearer and clearer yes. then i guess yeah. you're mitigating the risk in the yeah. in the investor's head as to what it'll turn out like if you can virtually present a film yes even if it's like you say if it's key scenes or you know because I mean, I've been there, and I'm, in fact, I'm in there with with a with a fantasy film where the investor might go, "Oh, but um, we're not sure you'd be you'd be capable of doing all that," you know, to the director mm-hmm. or the producer or whatever, mm-hmm. based on X budget. And you can obviously, with what you're describing, this kit becomes something you can use to then present back to them. No, look, see, it's fairly containable with uh, with what we've got available. Look at that. Yeah. Rather than yeah. no, honest, I can. And they go look at your eyes, and they go, "I don't ever believe you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you know, it's, you know, from from budgeting perspectives, it becomes so much easier to budget everything. Uh, and yeah, it's it's like a proof of proof. So of just just thinking about virtual production, then in terms of and and then comparing it to what 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 I understand as existing gaming. So in gaming, these models yeah. and templates are there. So if I wanted to do a certain type of game, there's already like fundamentally. The grassroots of it are there, and I just and then I yeah. I color that world in. So in a sense, is this virtual production going to you know? Does that mean I'll, it, it, let's say I want say let, let's I mean I, I'm not saying it has to be available now, but just just imagining what you're talking about. Mm. If I'm going to shoot mm. in the streets of Mumbai, then if someone's mm. already developed that as a as a model, <laughs> mm. then that becomes a, a tool that everyone can share in. You know, in a bit of like that, yeah. in that kind of creative common sense, is that is that part of where we're going with this, or is it is it going to be? I think that's, that's a great question. I think you know, I think the virtual scouting thing might speak to that for sure. Mm. I don't know, you know, I I don't know how they're going to how they do that in terms of you know sort of um, scanning or whatever the the environments in the first mm. place. So I think that does definitely feels like that's achievable for sure. Once someone's once it's mapped. Then it becomes the case of how can you share that map and 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 everything. But yeah, I think yeah, because there's value then, isn't it? Because if you if you've gone to the trouble of creating, I don't know, the Olympic Village in East London where I live, as yeah. a place to shoot a movie on, then somebody else could find that useful in the future, couldn't they? Absolutely. Mm. I'm asking that question. If I get a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. So uh, um, this leads yeah. me on to one of my my bet noirs, uh, only because I don't fully understand oh, yeah. it, and I and I'm. And um, as a writer, it, it it kind of scares me. But put put my face put my face to rest. Uh, the the term will world building. So what what will what will the uh, the event cover in terms of that, or what is it aiming to cover in terms of yeah. world building? Well, I, yeah, no, good, good question. Well, I think like you know, as you say, with all these things are converging, games and and TV and uh, and film, and you see some you know in terms of TV. Uh, recently, you know, you've seen 
the, the, the big successes where you've had people have created amazing worlds and and audiences lose themselves in those worlds. So I think, you know, on that sort of just on that level, there's there's this there's a there's a commercial hunger, I think, for people creating new new and amazing places that people can can immerse themselves in. But mm. world building is 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 a term um which uh ha, you know there's there's different different ways to to practice that we are sort of going to be we're very lucky to have a one of the pioneers in the space um alex mcdowell right. talking about his craft and uh, it's well putting because he's really led this side of things interestingly it all came out of film his background is is a production designer and he he developed this sort of practice which then became well building whilst working on uh, mainly on on the film minority report mm. uh, so he led the team that created that futuristic world you know the one with tom cruise you know doing his very his, much so it's wonderful hand gestures it's a wonderful yeah, yeah and yeah and, and this sort of you know this whole fabric of the world which was designed uh you know very really memorable um, I think know, I think getting on I think getting on the subway where it sort of went hello, you can buy these yeah. things like advertising that picked up your eyes and stuff. It was like wow. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not yeah, sure I'm ready uh, for that future, but yeah, it's not far. Well, it's not far. So yeah, so so Alex is uh, Alex took that and now he's using that practice not not just in film now but using it in in other uh many other walks of life working with businesses how can we create something that you want to you know where where do you want to go as a business mm. or working with um indigenous tribes he's doing that as well so it's it's, it's going to be an amazing yeah uh presentation which covers a whole whole range but the idea i guess at the heart of well building is it's a it's a more collaborative approach to the whole storytelling process. And if you merge it in with the virtual production stuff I was talking about and the fact that what you were talking about was that you could have a film now which could be on a, you know, on, on cinema, it could be on, you know, TV, it could be on your, Mm. your mobile. Having a, uh, having a, a story world, which you can spin off from in, in different directions is, is a really exciting opportunity Maybe it's not going to work for for every every film, but I think incorporating it into the into the mix is a really interesting chance for for, for film. No, I mean, and what's interesting just just hearing what you're saying and thinking, just thinking like two steps ahead of all that. You you keep mentioning people who have been involved in film, and they may be VFX, they may be um, you know production designers, and obviously th- that speaks to the nature of, of filmmaking being collaborative, and and. And I'm guessing they're seeing they, they've obviously seen opportunities in in the terms of what they're going to speak about at your event, in terms of how what they understand a film needs or doesn't need for that matter. Um, that that goes beyond the kind of director as the author, um, mm. you know. And, and this is maybe this speaks as well. This this echoes where where we started the conversation, which is film is something that's established and could take a you know isn't going to turn around that easy. Um, so you've got people with learned learned views is that the, the film is a director's medium, um, <clears throat> but in fact, I mean, I've, you know, I'm close to 500 podcasts with with filmmakers, and the more and more I speak to directors, the less and less I believe that theory anymore. 
because they talk a lot about how the cinematographer did this, the sound designer did the other. And, you know, it was with input, but it wasn't in isolation on their own. They didn't just form it. And it's interesting, it's, it's interesting that, the, 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 the motive, that the momentum of this stuff is coming from what you would call the kind of heads of departments within a film going, if we did mm. this, this would make everything a bit easier, you know, in terms of how we collaborate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely. I think that's the... That's what we're seeing out of some of these these real time technologies as well. That you know, people they start out as being like this is going to save a lot of time, you mm. know, and money, but actually, everyone involved in the process benefits from it, and and you know, and you know, wants it because it's it's much more collaborative mm. instead of having you know doing your bit and then you pass it over to you know, the, uh, you know, you do the pre-production, you do the shoot, and then you pass it over to, you know, to the VFX or whatever. You can combine all that into one, you know, much more, you know, joined up process. So it's not like waiting for the next person to, to do their bit. No, totally. Where does, where does interactive filmmaking fit in amongst those mm. things we've talked about? Well, it's, yeah, so that's another um, focus. And it, I think it's, you know, it, it, it touches on, touches on all of it. But the, for that, really, I think we were just, really interested in this very much more like specific you know mixed blend of film and games and, mm. and where that goes to um so obviously you had bandersnatch uh the black mirror episode that yeah. was like a sort of a thing this year and, and we got we're lucky enough to have the editor um of bandersnatch tony kearns come to talk about how you know he's a traditional film editor how did that what how did that change his creative process when he was wow. editing the uh, the show, and so we're taking we're, we're we're taking that, and then we're springing off into some other <clears throat> really exciting examples of that of that merger, really, where you've got filmed film stories, but they are interactive. So these these are these are games, these are experiences, and we're we're looking you know again we're exploring. We're like saying, well, there's some, some amazing things happening here. What what does what does this you know what's the what's been what are the next steps on this? What are the commercial models? Is it you know is is it about um, uh, you know is it is it purely about game consoles or is it about other ways you can distribute the these stories? Um, we have someone on, on one of those sessions talking about how they've built an app where they're telling their stories you know through through an app on the phone. So. Mm. There's lots of different. Well, different look, I mean, it's it sounds. I mean, the way way what we've gone through here is obviously it does it does fit with the the, the, the model of obviously you're going to bring together in one room for one day a group of leaders in various sort of innovative fields linked with film and thinking linked with film, and obviously that gives people the opportunity to learn, which is your inform, and then hopefully the the next step is that they're going to be like, hold on a minute, that that's for me. Or that speaks yeah. to what I'm trying to do, or that solves a problem yeah. I didn't even know I had, and suddenly that's the inspired. And then hopefully, you know, you, you kind of thinking at the end of the day, some of the people there are going to be like, right, the next step is I do this. So that 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 sounds really exciting yeah. Um, to yeah. hear it in the round because because they, they, these these terms and I, and I was joking with obviously the notion of a bet noir. Christ, I'm not threatened by world building, but because I think of it as games, not fit screenplays, mm. I kind of go older. I mean, stay out of my world, or you know, stay yeah. out of my. This is my lane. It's hard enough as it is, but in a way, you're better off embracing where it's going than trying to hold back. You know, we've seen we've seen of late how kind of messy. 
um, even just a simple debate over what a bloody film is with Scorsese and Marvel yeah. can look. Yeah, yeah. When you kind of go, well, they both can coexist. They're not. It's not. We haven't got a choice yeah. here of one or the other. No, exactly. <laughs> there is nobody. Exactly. Nobody's got a gun to anyone's head. Going, if you yeah. say no, there's never going to be a drama ever. And you're like, yeah. okay. Um, now, yeah, you're right. Of, you're right. That's, that's the internet for you, isn't it? It has to be, you know, it has to be one one thing or another. But just just on your world building part, briefly, yeah. we got, you know, I hope you know, I hope you you are able to come along to the the world building workshop we have. Uh, so I will be. A, I've got it marked. We've got, we've got someone there who's going to be very, uh, you know, is experienced in the in the uh, Juan Diaz Borges, who's director of World Building Institute, and he's uh, he's going to be talking about these things. And he was saying to me actually that. Writer, writers often are, have that reaction to it because they're like, well, where do we, where do we fit in? Um, and the, the, the point, you know, he, he's really keen to, to bring across is actually, you know, the role for a writer is, is huge in this space, but it's just bringing in other, other influences and other ideas as well. Now, um, we've, we'll, we'll put the details in the show notes, but you're, 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 you're able to offer Britflix listeners to this podcast uh, mm. a discount for tickets at the event is that right yes yeah i'd love to yeah okay so uh, we'll put in details as to what that is um yeah and um and what details you need to do when when we uh, when we publish the podcast um now yeah, just no, just just to say you know we'd, we'll offer a third off for all britflix listeners brilliant that's very very generous of you um and so, and the other thing that you're doing, which is, is is really exciting to me, is that obviously there's an event that, like we say, it will inform, inspire, and empower individuals to go off and do lots of things. But also, you're using the event to capture something in a more kind of macro sense. You've you've got this um, future film think tank that's going to be at King's College mm. in the aftermath of your conference. Uh, do you want to tell us about what that purpose of that is and what what will be the outputs? Yeah, uh, well, the the purpose is to is to actually say that you know everything we've talked about in day one. Let's let's get some of the people, the speakers together, and other industry leaders, and sit down and and try to put these ideas down <laughs> into into something which which can be um, shared and is of value to the industry. So, um, in terms of an output, there'll be a report, and and which will include uh, some suggestions for how some of these ideas can be incorporated and uh and it, i think as i said like as you as you said uh it's trying to make something sort of really tangible come out of it it's like you know we don't it's not just about everyone coming away just inspired it's about them coming away with some clear strategies and tools which they can actually use and then the think tank report will be something which can then, you know, hopefully, you know, will be of use to, to many people in the industry. Does I mean, in, in, not wishing to be too sort of um, utopian about it, does that suggest then that, that the people who are going to be talking are also, I guess, going to be learning from what people react in the room to what's going on as much as what they have got to say? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's not, um, yeah, we're definitely, it's not a case of um, all the experts are on the stage and, and everyone else is, is listening at all. I think it's, it's very much a, uh, you know, we're all in it <laughs> together. And uh, that's, that's, the, that's, the, uh, that's the ethos. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Well, look, the Future of Film Summit 2019, the first one ever, is 26th of November and it's the BFI South Bank London. We'll put links in the show notes to tickets and how to get the, uh, the third off discount. And it just gives me to say thank you very much, Alex, for giving us your time on the Britflix podcast. 
It's a pleasure, Stuart. Thanks for having me on. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.